Your go-to girls, Jill Vanek and Lauren Sherwin, flip the script and give you a weekly dose of career advice, banter, and the insider office gossip. You have all heard the phrase, your go-to guy. We are Are your your go-to girls. Guess who's back? Back again. We are back. Tell your friends. I mean, Shady. Shady, Shady, Shady is back. Happy. Well, we're recording this on a Friday. We are. On I a mean, summer Friday. And we never usually record on Fridays. No, but Jill is getting ready to go on an adventure of a lifetime, one of her yes. lady moons. Where are you going? I'm going to Alaska. And honestly, Lauren, I am I am afraid I'm not going to come back. We. This is like a full-on adventure. We're taking a prop plane. We're landing on top of a glacier. Amazing. Mama does not do well on Boeings, so I don't know how this is going to go. Get the zannies ready. 100%. I think I'm going to have to take a million edibles. I'll probably get (laughs) caught by TSA. So we'll see what happens. But I mean, we're going to National Park. Like We're getting crazy. Like My hiking boots are in my suitcase right now. And you guys do this together. Like You go on Lady Moons together, you and Julie. Julie, okay, so Julie is one of my longest friends and she loves to travel. She is so well traveled. Yeah. I mean, she's been by herself so many places and we love to take a lady moon. I'm jealous. Every year. Is it bad I'm jealous of you and Julie? No, you need to join our lady moons next year. Let's do I'm it. Jealous of Julie. Do it. Julie's the best. I bet you're like, because I just want to see vacation Jill. Like, what is vacation Jill like? Well, also, it depends where we are. Like, I want to say I'm wild in a good time, but also she had to force me to go see the Northern Lights in Iceland. I was like, can I just read my book? I'm tired. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like that mix of like, I want to have a good time, but I also want to relax and read a book and be in bed by 10 o'clock. It's a mix. That's a good, that's my vacation mix. Yeah. Up. Like, there's a one night where I'm like, I'm going, like, right. lose my marbles, see you later, like, I'm going to go. And there's the other days where I'm like, I want to be in bed by 10. I want to, like, have a good day just all day at the pool and, like, crash and read a good book. Right, because I'm with you. But also, I don't really read, so that's kind of a lie. Well, I'm not a big reader. No, in my old age, I think also my I get so age. excited and want to go. It takes me a good 48 to 72 hours to recover from a hangover. Like, 48 hours. Right, like, you're done. Yeah, so I can't, I can't be like, you know, hike in the national park, barfing on the side of the mountain. You know what I'm saying? So controversial topic. Are you a pre-packer? Like, are oh. you super organized or are you throw everything in a bag an hour before your flight? No, I am. I'm semi-organized. If I need to be at the airport a good three hours in advance. Oh, you're one of those. Oh, I will get agita. No way. These people who rush to the airport don't understand it. Yeah. I don't under, I've never, knock on wood, never missed a flight, but yeah. I'm like you. I'm like, get me there early. I even have TSA pre-check. I have yeah. like the lounges. I have all the benefits, but I'm like, get me there early because I do not need to have any stress of me missing a flight. Absolutely. And anyone who's listening, who's borderline about it, it is worth doing global entry 100%. and TSA pre-check. Yeah, you have to, especially if you're going to Philadelphia airport, which is an absolute nightmare do hellhole. It. And especially now, since they have such a lack of employees, right. because they're like they're hiring. Well, I mean, everyone is struggling to find employees right now, but their security lines are out of control. Like when I traveled last week or two weeks ago, yeah, I got an email saying I should estimate to show up three hours early to my American flight. Like what the fuck? That's insane. Exactly. It's crazy. And it was domestic. That it that's was, insane. <laughs> it was domestic. Yeah. So do it. Yeah, pack your shit. No, and I'm like you. I'm like a pre-packer. I'm like, have everything ready. Right. Get gotta, it organized. Like, be ready to you go. You got to be organized. And then on the back end, it's I, away that night. Oh yeah, everything has to go away. Everything has to go away that night. Like, it irks me the people who leave a bag packed in their room for like a week or weeks. Don't understand it. Like, how do you live? 
it, I have no idea. But that's also like people who don't make their bed every morning to me. Right. That's wild. I don't, I'm like, what? Like if I go by my room and my bed wouldn't be made, I'd be like, what is happening with my life? Oh, everything would need to stop. I don't care Perfect. if Tubbs was on fire. I'd be like, I have to make the hospital yeah. corners and I have to make my bed. All right. So I have to make you really uncomfortable with this next topic. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's, Am of I course, ready for this? Yeah. I mean, of course it's about you dating and your dating life, uh, but. What else is new? From the episode. So the ex- boyfriend episode is now our number two of all time listened to episodes. Wild. So Ryan's episode is now number two. Oh, and he's going to get a big head. I know. And I'm not surprised because so many people reached out to us after the episode and were like, people love tea. They love the gossip. People love a good tea session. Yeah. So for all of you who are listening now, if you go back to one of our episodes, the ex-boyfriend episode, mm-hmm. it is money. It's just so good. And we literally have Jill's ex-boyfriend come on to give us some inside scoop into Jill's dating life. But now the question we're being asked is, did you guys go on a date? Are you talking? Are you more than friends? Like we need the update now on where you're at with Ryan. Update is things have gone back into our normal pattern, which is talk all the time. We are absolutely not dating. That will not change. Okay. We did go out to dinner the next night. No romantic anything. Who who like initiated that? Well, he's only in town certain points in time. Right. So it was sort of a mutual like, let's just grab dinner, catch up. Okay. It's great. But honestly, Lauren, it's like going out to dinner with you, which I'm obsessed with, but I also don't want to see you naked. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's your like, like, I mean, I mean, you're in the front, he's in the friend zone hard. Well, not Actually, let me take that back. Not that I wouldn't want to see him naked. It's just, it's not like that. I was going to say, friends. and you have seen him naked. Yes. Like <laughs> multiple times. So That's this is so correct. interesting. So that makes absolutely no sense what you just said. It, it does make no sense. We are just friends though. It, it's nothing has changed that it needed to change. We are absolutely just friends. I am dating up a storm, like truly dating a lot. It's, it's yeah. Okay. So uh, all, for all of you listening, we're still holding... Some of us are still hoping and holding on to like the go-to husband and I that maybe something will come. Well, of Ryan's you and not Ryan. going anywhere. He'll always be around. I understand. But for those out there, I'm going to do a poll on Instagram. <laughs> do you want to see Jill and Ryan back together or do you hope that they stay just friends and stay oh. broken up? I'm doing a poll because I want to see what people are thinking because the amount of people that reached out to us after for like follow-up content. Wanted to know. So Jill's just telling us she's very much dating right now, but it is not Ryan. Right. So who are you dating and what's going on? Well, I did go on a date with a um, father of four children who had a vasectomy. Okay. That's mm. that's an interesting life choice for someone who f- has frozen her eggs, but okay. It, right. Love it. Interesting yep. life choice. Um, it was only one date. We did not go out again because we were sort of texting him follow-up and he told me he was highly uncomfortable with the podcast. <laughs> And, but also guys, we are now having Jill lose dates because of our content. Also, okay. Can I just tell you how weird this is? Yeah. I need to Listen to this story. Went on a date with him and he is around my age. He's 40, but he had, and he'll never listen to this. So it's fine. He had literally the reverse life of me. He got married when he was 22 to a 19 year old. He got divorced like only a few years ago. So he's been married his entire like twenties, thirties. Right. So he just started getting tattoos this past year. I'm like, okay. Do you have any tattoos? I, oh, you know what? Mama Vanek, you're going to have to shut your ears. I have one that I got no when I was way. 19. It's and does your awful. mom not know? No, she's going to know now. Wait, do we want to edit this? No. I mean, are you sure this yeah, is how I you might have tell to pre <laughs> tell her? Stop it. You guys, I'm 39 years old and my parents, Wait, where, I'm still scared of that. Where is it? No, like dad 
don't yell at me. Like I'm dead serious. Wait, where is it? Oh, it's awful. I was 19 in college. It was my 19th birthday. I go into the tattoo shop with two of my girlfriends. Of course, I'd been drinking, like yeah. not right, legal. Yeah. I got a butterfly. No, you didn't. On my right butt cheek. No, you did not. Yeah. Oh, right on my right butt cheek. You know how everyone's like, tattoos hurt so bad? I'm like, not mine. I <laughs> <laughs> was good. Wait, what was your inspiration for the butterfly? Like Britney Spears, like fly away? No, I think at the time in my state, I wanted it to be like this beautiful transformation of caterpillar to butterfly. Oh, yes, God. it's awful. It's just a horrible looking butterfly. I can't wait to see it. But you know what? People ask me, if, oh, I regret it. No, I never see it. You don't see it. I forget it's there. Like sometimes literally I'll be in the shower and I'll like start scrubbing. I'll be like, well, who are you? <laughs> Who does be? Who does be? Where'd you come from? Where'd you come from, Butterfly? Mama Vanek. I am so- Mama Vanek doesn't know. I just you. She's 100% going to yell at me. Oh, I'm so sorry. No. I mean, she's. she probably had to know at some point. How do you feel about her finding out through a podcast? Um, I'll have to see if I t- call her before. I wonder if you're going to edit this out or if this is no. actually going to stay. We'll keep it in. We okay. will keep it in. So we are- we are now talking about the tattoos. We have, oh, and we're so, yes, yeah. Talking about the things. tattoos. So here's the story or the follow up to that date. This guy has a sleeve of tattoos, which okay. I think is kind of fine. Yeah, not going to hate, right? Yeah. Kind of. But into listen it. to this. This is where I was like, mm. he has a bumblebee, and I'm like, okay, what? What's the bee? Like we were going through the significance yeah. of it. He goes, oh, I went on three bumble dates with this girl, and she wanted to design a tattoo for me, so I just got it. I said, do you ever talk to her? Do you still? She goes, he goes, no, we just went on three Bumble dates. That was it. Eh. Now he's almost 40. I was 19. So give right. me, you know what I mean? Cut me a little slack there. I guess when you have a sleeve though, you're down for anything when it comes yeah, to Yeah. I was like, are we just filling spaces random? We're loading shit up. Bumble dates. I was like, I don't know. That to me is a loose cannon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you might have four kids and a vasectomy. Uh, come on. Okay. So we're done with him. Well, done with him. Cause he was like, I'm uncomfortable with the podcast. <laughs> Wait, did he just text you or did he just be like- Oh, text it. He and was just texting. like, hey. He's like, I, well, he also I should put it in the context of, he's like, I just think you're a little bit too much in the podcast. I just can't. I was like, mm, okay. God, what is he, oh man. I mean, you know what? We're losing, haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. We're losing dates because of the haters podcast. Haters gonna hate. You know what? But I've lost them for lesser. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who's the new guy? New guy. Okay, new guy, don't, I don't want to get into the nitty nitty gritty. No, because we're dating. He also we're, has tattoos. Okay. Jared has the go-to husband has tattoos. Yeah, I mean, I also have a horrible one that I just found out about that you that your mother just found out exactly. I have a virgin body. I have no see. I've never been touched by the needle. Kids, I be like a Lauren. Don't be a Jill. Yep, I've never been touched by the needle. See, it's nice. You don't need to my be touched by the needle. My sister has a tattoo, though. Oh, where's And that shirts? did not go well with my oh, family either. They were pissed. Oh, Big John was yeah. not, not, not I can happy. see. I think I would be scared of Big and John. And hers was like family with the infinity symbol on her wrist. And they were like, this is dumb. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, this is not okay. And oh, it was yeah. about them. Like, it was about like family and this Oh, at least hers has this. meaning. Mm. Yeah. Not go well. Full blown. You guys, I'm almost 40. Guarantee when I see my parents this weekend or when I tell them, my dad's going to be like, what an idiot. Like he's going to yell at me. A hundred percent he's going to yell at me. And I'm 39 years old. I can't wait for, you might need to actually film this reaction that your parents have to it. Oh, she's going to be pissed. She's going to be, I'm a grown ass adult. She will absolutely yell at me. I'm still scared of my parents. She's hearing this after that. She knew. I'm scared of my parents too a little bit. Like they still tell me like, when I'm right and when I'm wrong. Oh, 100% like disappointing my parents. Like I'll probably be or like, like when oh. I'm sad or things like I, like I have a husband like, and he's great, but like I still call my parents. Like if I'm sad, like I, I talk to them every day in the right. car, like when I'm mad and like 
I, like, I think my parents would try to still ground me. Like, be like, you know what? You need a timeout. Oh, definitely. Like, I know my mom would be like, you need to think about what you've done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, okay. You need to be better. Right. Like, try harder. Guaranteed. God. All right. So, and now we have, we're going on dates though. We're going we're on dates. Ryan, but we're, we're liking right. these new dates. Love Ryan. I mean, Ryan's fantastic, but yeah, no, not dates with Ryan. We're, we're going on dates, you know. Yeah. People with vasectomies, people with tattoos. We're just doing it all. We're, we're swiping. All. We're swiping right at a lot to, on a lot of these dates. But you know, we'll we'll update. I mean, some of these dates, I'm going on a second date tonight with someone, which I'm excited about. I I, I do like him so far, so we'll see. Where what's the vibe of tonight? Where are you going? We're going to the Love, actually, which oh, is wait, the I had a Star client, restaurant. I had a client lunch there. It's good, right? Really it's good. Cute. I they like good drinks, and it's like loud. Yeah. It's it's like good very good vibe, loud, like not loud, but like a lot of people, close tables. Right. So I like the whole the vibe. The only Steven Star restaurant in the city that I can't stand Ooh, and I'm um, out myself. Okay. Have you ever been to um, El Rey? Yes. El Rey just weirds me out because you order guacamole, full blown, it shows up to your table. I'm not kidding in 0.2 seconds. So then you, have you ever been in the Ranstead room, which is a speakeasy in the back? No. Oh, it's like the secret thing. It's okay. like fun. Well, I act like I'm cool. Right. Uh, I'm not cool. Like, you like, know, like, all told the, me about you know it. like all the hip spots in Philly. That was also on another date that didn't end well. Did not go so well. <laughs> it's cool. Um, but you pass through their kitchen and oh, literally sweet. it's like that old cafeteria lady vat that. of guac where they're just like, like with the ice cream scooper. I'm like, this is weird me out, dude. Wait, so where's your favorite Mexican place in Philly? I really like tequilas where I also went on the bad date. Yep. Yeah. I love that spot. Elvez. so good. Elvez I like. I like Elvez too. I like the vibe of Elvez. Yeah. It's more of like an out, but I feel like they're tradi- like tequilas was like good, good Mexican. Right. Tequilas, I feel like it's authentic, fancy, fancy nice. Like you're going on a date. Yes. Where I got put in the street because I wasn't allowed in the same building as you to stalk <laughs> your date. I know. They put me out to the streets. They booted you. They put me into pasture to go hang out and watch you date. I still can't believe we did that. I know. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm happy we did it. So guys, this week, not only are we talking all things dates and that we added Jill about her tattoo, but we are talking about what is now called the great resignation. Yes. So for all of you who are thinking about quitting a job, thinking about resigning, transitioning to a new career, this episode is all for you. Because let me tell you, this great resignation is a thing. It's a real thing. And I think all of us have really had a come to Jesus, for lack of a better word, through the pandemic, reevaluating, do I like where I work? What's my environment like? Can I do this from home? But I think the numbers are staggering. 95% of workers are considering changing jobs which 95 is insanity in a good way. What that means though to everyone listening is that means the market is super hot. So a record 4 million people quit their jobs in April. That is unheard of. That is a massive overturn. But what that means is US job openings are skyrocketing. So there were 9.2 million job openings in May. This is an excellent time. Get it together decide what you want to do, you should be absolutely strategically looking for jobs right this second. Go back, listen to our episodes around all things LinkedIn, all things the resume. But today we're really going to talk about the foundation of quitting your job because we have been dealing with some clients and talking to some friends of ours who are going through this right now. And Jill and I are appalled at how some people are approaching quitting jobs. Yes. Like literally some people are like, I'm just going to walk in the office and quit my job today and then not come back. I'm like, 
How is that possible that you think that is appropriate in the corporate world that we live in? Right. Like truly, Lauren and I have both heard of people saying, I had someone say to me, asking for advice, can I send a text message to quit? Right. Like, no. I said, no, you hold cannot. up, wait a minute, don't go there. I ain't with it. I said, not happening because bridges will be burned. 100%. And I have gone through quitting a job in the last year in between furlough and right. starting You've my new there. job. Like I've been there, I've done it. You have to go through the steps and do it the right way. No matter how long you were there or how mm-hmm. short of a time, there is the right way to go about quitting a job. And then there is sending a text message. Exactly. Wrong. So what we're going to talk about today is basically how you know you are ready to quit or what you need to really think about before you make that decision and then how to handle your business when you're actually going through the quitting process. I think like the first thing I want to talk to you about and before we start going into like the actual steps around quitting is this when you were talking about how do you know you're ready to quit? I want everyone to be very much aware this is not normal what we're all feeling. I think in our job, in our day-to-day what we're going through I am constantly asking myself, am I doing enough? Am I happy? Am I feeling fulfilled? Did I do enough in my job today? I sat at a desk all day and looked at the same four walls. I haven't interacted with anyone from the company. I just want everyone to know you're not alone if you are feeling those ways. Like Jill and I were talking about it today. We're struggling a little bit with finding that purpose and that fulfillment in our day-to-day roles right now. And I think we will get into this more, but Lauren and I talk about all the time. I think sometimes people look at the highlight reel. Lauren walked in today and I started telling her, I'm doing nonsense work. I'm getting yelled at at least twice a day. Like jobs definitely come with stuff that's not glamorous. We doubt ourselves. Is this the right place? Am I doing enough? Like just know it's not going to be an easy transition. And the grass isn't always greener. I think people think that you have to really evaluate when you're in a job to whether or know if it's a phase of this uncertainty. And like for me, I'm going through this phase of starting a new job where I feel like I'm not the smartest person in the room. I don't have all the information. I'm constantly asking questions. I always question myself at the end of the day. Did I do enough? Did I accomplish enough? Did I achieve enough? But that doesn't mean you go and quit a job because you're not there yet. Right. You have to realize where you are in the evolution of where your job is before you really think about quitting that job. Exactly. And I think to that exact point, Lauren, I love what you just said because I say this all the time. If I'm the smartest person in the room, we got to get your hoo hoo willies and get the hell out. Let's go. We got to go. Like the fact that you are agile, challenging yourself, you never want to be the smartest person in that room. Number one, data shows that after three years in the same job, your skill set starts to plateau. Mm -hmm. So that's something to consider. But number two, it is not always going to be that easy transition. You're going to question, did I do the right thing? But just know that even though the grass isn't always greener, it doesn't mean you shouldn't be there. I always tell people the first year is going to be a shit show. Shit storm. Not in terms of your productivity or your work, but you are always going to be questioning yourself. And you mentally are going to go through so much in that first year that you're going to be figuring it out. But I also want you to be aware when you are not being challenged or, or you are in a role where you're feeling that it is not the right fit and in your gut, you know that this is an unhealthy fit for you, get out. Right. Do not stay in a job to stay in a job and go through that and be in an unhealthy place. 
And I think that's a big piece of it too, is having that self-awareness or when are you going through the internal struggles of what a new job and onboarding mm-hmm. and all that. And when are you really just not in the right fit role that's not challenging you, that's not a good position for you to be in. Exactly. And I think so many things come into play, work environment, coworkers, colleagues, a boss, they can all tip things over the edge Big where time. you say, this is, this is not it for me. I have to move on. So today we want to give you the six tips that we would share when you're quitting your job and yep. what you should think about before you start that process. Right. And also remember, it's really wise to not just quit a job and think you're going to have a new job a week later. Exactly. It blows my mind that people are like, you know what, I'm going to quit my job and then I'll find something within the next month. That is a long time that takes process to really find that right fit role, to go through multiple interview sessions, whether they're phone interviews, in person. That is a process that's going to take time. So not only before you're quitting your job, but also thinking about the plan of what your next move is, you have to think about that prior to when you're going to quit. Exactly. Because plan on it taking at minimum a few months. At minimum. Because also bright, shiny objects will get thrown your way. That's not to say that's the next role for you. Sure, Lauren and I could get a job very shortly, as could people on this podcast, but or people listening to this podcast. But is it basically the higher up you move, you're also going to be pickier about where you want to be. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it makes sense. So number one, our first tip is you really want to assess your environment and make sure you've exhausted internal options. Don't quit. Don't bite your nose to spite your face is the saying. Maybe you want to work from home, but you think the company will not let you and you are going to quit. Talk to your boss. Ask what the deal is. See if you can take on, for instance, if you're not being challenged, stretch projects. Is there another department that you're interested in? I am not saying you need to stay, but just make sure that you've really looked at all options from that standpoint. Absolutely. The next one that we would have is create your ideal job description. So what is it that that way you would envision? What are the activities that you want to be doing at that job? What are you good at? What provides mm-hmm. you fulfillment? You really want to think not only about what are those tasks associated with that job, but what are the feelings that you want to have associated with that job and you're in that you're going to take on the next step? So if you're going to be leaving, what are the type of jobs you're going to be looked for? What are those ideal job descriptions that you want to fall into? And also, ladies, just because you do not have all of the credentials that it says in a job yes. doesn't mean you don't apply. Right. It drives me nuts how many women will say, well, I had all the basic qualifications, but some of the exceeding qualifications, I really didn't congregate and didn't have it. Go for it. Men are not holding back and not applying for jobs because they might not have one or two of the bullet points on the job description. You need to make sure you're putting yourself out there and going for those ideal jobs that you know that you can accomplish. Love that. And to follow up with what Lauren just said, start with documenting your achievements. So Go back through your professional history because I don't remember what I ate for lunch yesterday, let alone what I was doing 10 years ago. Talk through it, verbalize it, but also write about it. What projects did I do? What metrics did I save the company X percent by implementing this specific initiative? Really get a list, whether it's an Excel spreadsheet, whether it's a Word document, start going through the narrative of your life and your productivity, and what you have achieved throughout all of your roles. Not only is it going to be a confidence boost, it's going to help you with interviews and it's going to help you recraft your resume. Yeah. And the next one we're going to say is asking for the recommendations. So before you're quitting your job, before you quit your job, not after, you want to make sure that you're getting recommendations from the people that you've worked with to make sure that you have them available for when you're going to the job interview process. And also 
If you go back to our LinkedIn episode, well, we talked a lot about getting recommendations on your LinkedIn, especially if you're trying to transition to different careers, you want to make sure to have those. Right. And just to clarify what Lauren and I are saying, definitely before you quit, but you're not asking your current coworkers to give you recommendations saying, hey, don't tell so-and-so, but I'm going to quit, but reach out to your network, people you trust, old colleagues, bosses, et cetera, not only to say, can I use you for a reference? Because the worst thing is surprising someone. Like Mm. I've gotten a call before where I was like, what, who are you? Right. Like and asking, you know, uh, to be a reference for, or about so-and-so without being warned about it. Um, But again, get that together. Start making an exit strategy basically because the final tip before we go into the logistics of how to quit is you want to leave on good terms. Like you're not going in, you're not throwing plates, you're not freaking, you know, saying go to hell, all that kind of stuff. You don't want to burn bridges. You never know. The most random people circle back and can be your key. I think you also have to remember as much as you might want to Michael Scott somebody or Dwight somebody from the office yeah. and just to have your moment and go absolutely bananas in the right. middle of the office, you are not going to feel good about it after you do it. So make sure you're being intentional around how you are resigning, the way that you're going about that. We're going to go through some of those tasks right now, but you got to think about it. Like don't have a Michael Scott moment. No, emotion, get out. Like you can't have an emotional breakdown. Like this has to be calculated. It has to be strategic. It has to be professional and mature. You can have those breakdowns at home, but nah, 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 not nah, in office. nah, nah, no, no crying. No, no. Get ready. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. Keep, keep it, it clean. Keep it tight. Keep it clean. Keep All it right. tight. Keep it clean. So in terms of logistics, number one, when you have decided this is the right move, you either have a new job or you're quitting and you've decided that you must give at least two weeks notice. At least. At least it is standard. It is professional. Now, the caveat is you need to know what you're working with before. Did you sign an employment contract? Did you sign a non-compete? What is the package that you're dealing with to make sure you've given ample time? Some companies say, I need a month. So just know what you're working with. Also make sure that the company that you're working with and accepting a job offer, be very clear around the communication of what that other company is expecting. So if you are going to be negotiating for, you're going to be negotiating your salary, you're going to be negotiating your vacation. You might be negotiating your, uh, your, you know, relocation package. You also might be negotiating your start date. You need to know all that information prior to giving your notice. Do your homework. 1000%. And one thing that we talk about a lot, and I've seen people get burned nothing. If you remember nothing from this podcast, nothing is official until you have a signed offer letter. Verbal, no. Doesn't mean always take. Doesn't mean anything. They can rescind that shit in no amount of time. You need a verbal offer before you are even considering the quitting, the this, the that, and going through the steps. Get it in writing. Yeah. You have to get get it it in in writing. Get it in writing. The other thing you need to put in writing, write a letter of resignation. Yes. Hello, everyone write a letter of resignation. I don't know why, like I say this and I am officially a geriatric millennial. I've checked that. That's what my title is. That's where you are? I'm a geriatric millennial. I'm a millennial millennial. I mean, you're a real millennial. I'm a real. I'm on the real real. I don't appreciate the term geriatric. Yeah. I don't think anyone wants to be called geriatric in any form Mm, of life. No, absolutely not. 
Thank you. Okay. Um, okay. But this is something I sound like I'm 85. I truly don't know what happened to our generation. This is professional. No ifs, ands, or buts. A text message, get lost. You, It has to be an official letter of resignation that you're submitting. Now, that is after normally you have that conversation with your supervisor. Correct. Though. But you're going to write that official letter. When I was going through this process, I was as intentional after I had the conversation with my leader, by the way, through a face-to-face Teams call exactly. because I wasn't in person. I didn't just call them. I didn't text them. I did as much as possible to have that face-to-face connection to really explain the behind right. of what I was doing. And my leader was so appreciative of it because they understood it was an amazing opportunity for me post-MBA right. that they were like, absolutely, like we would be holding you back if you didn't go for this right. opportunity. Exactly. But you have to be able to have that face-to-face conversation. And then two, I asked the question, hey, would you like me to put this in a formal letter um, and mail it to the corporate office? I know we're in a virtual setting. Would you rather be done through email? And then when you're writing that letter of resignation, you don't want to write a book. They don't need to know your life story around, oh, I quit because of this reason and X reason and this reason. And now I'm feeling like this and my emotions are here and I'm going to do this short and sweet when you're writing that letter of resignation, exactly when your end date is, what you, right. if there's anything behind it, I just put in there that I had a great opportunity for career advancement. You leave it as simple and clean simple. to the point. And to Lauren's point, absolutely. This is the time where you schedule a one-on-one with your boss. This is not a quick call, no. a text. You need FaceTime. But the other thing is you remember, and I know this is a hard pill to swallow. All of us are just cogs in the wheel. Yeah. Here's the deal. Uh-uh. This is business. Like, what's that, Jerry Maguire? It's not show friends, it's show business. I was thinking Eminem again. Let's get down to business. <laughs> I don't got that time to play around. What is this? Did I sing Eminem to kick this off? You did. Well, I'm like, back, kick. back again. I'm just going to listen to that. That album was actually legit. What was that album called? I remember it was 03. I remember not it was kidding. like the red the curtain curtains. and him in the white but beater. What was it called? Was it just called Eminem? Guess who's Or that? the show or something. It was so good. Where were you when you had that? CD? That was my senior year of college. Oh, so I was like in grade school. Oh, you were little. That senior of college. Imagine that coming out. I'm sorry. I what? listened to the, expl- I got the explicit CD, like the non-explicit CD or, you know, when you could get explicit oh, or clean not, and, I had yeah. to get the clean version of it. And I remember I would drive to like field or I wasn't driving, but my parents would drive me and I'd put it in and I'd get like hyped to go to like grade school field <laughs> hockey practice. <laughs> God help me. I'm dead. Did I tell you? Let's so get down to business. I was in one of my final MBA classes, maybe oh, what a year and a half ago now. Swear to God, the sweetest girl. There was a 23 year old girl in my class. Yeah. We had a case study on music CDs, and she goes, Jill, what's a CD? No. I said, I got to get out of here. I'm out. People probably don't know. Like kids these days don't know. Jerry just downloaded TikTok. Do you have oh, TikTok? I, I hear it's a black I go, hole. I go in and out of TikTok, but yeah, it's a so Jared, time suck. Jared downloaded it. And the only reason I'm saying this now, because these kids these days, like they just have so much accessibility right at their hands. <gasps> And Jared right? downloaded it and he was in a black hole for at least an hour on the cat, like okay. an hour to two hours last night. Also, I won't download it. I'm afraid of the black no, hole I'll get stuck but in. Lauren, here's what you're going to find if you do download it. I'm sorry. Why isn't anyone from 11 to 15 ugly anymore? Right. Why was, why were we uggos? Do you, do I'm you sorry, braces? What? Side ponytails? Side ponies? Umbro shorts? Like glitter? Where, like, and these where girls, are these things? None of this. These girls in grade school look like they're 25. I, I've never seen anything like that. They look it. like the best I've ever seen in a crop top and a high waisted jean short. And I'm like, I would kill to look that good. What? <laughs> I had like a limited to, like, it said basketball on my ass um, and a t shirt on. Have you ever been to Claire's? Right. Thanks. I and don't like, understand I had, our problem. Like, the thing in my hair with like the little 
I like made like webs out of my I hair. I crimped my hair. Right. I colored it one time. Yeah, like I- What happened? I don't understand what's going on and why we were like the ugly generation. Do they not have, and they have Invisalign now? None of them uh, wear braces? Join the club. I mean, you have it now, but like <laughs> these little kids in like seventh grade are wearing Invisalign. Girl, I've never seen anything like it. They're beautiful. No, no one. You know what upsets, not upsets me, but you know what's mind blowing to me? Prom pictures now. <gasps> prom yeah, picture. I, I can't even talk about it. Like Forget I had prom it. hair. I had prom Who makeup. Didn't? Yeah. I had like a- I had like the most ugly uggo dress that I Same. probably got at like some spaghetti like spaghetti straps. Uh, um, did no one want to tell me my shoulders were a bit broad? For these that? girls look like they're going to the goddamn Oscars. Yeah, and where are they getting these dresses? Never seen anything like it. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's unreal. Unbelievable. Good for you. It must be nice because I was horrendous. Like when we played spin the bottle in eighth grade, I wasn't invited. Oh, like no. I was horrendous. Full looking. blown. Ever like seven minutes in heaven, the closet. Nobody like, wanted I, me. No, literally, I had to go with the. And she was like, "Let's just sit here." Oh my god! I, like, okay. I never even got invited into the closet. I wasn't even like welcome to the closet. It wasn't that god. Good for you guys. If you're thriving, yeah. you listen to this and you're thriving good and young. For you. like, good on God, you. God, good for you. Good on you. Write a res- write a letter of resignation. Exactly. God. Exactly. Okay. So back to what we were talking about is that let's get down to business. Exactly. People take this very personally. We are here to tell you, listen, it's business. You do not in your letter, you're going to state that you are resigning. You're going to state the date on which it's effective. Yep. Thank you. Sign your name. Here's what you do not need to do. Why you're leaving. No offense. No one gives a shit. No one cares. No one cares. Don't get into it. You don't need to do all that because guess what? This is business. You don't need to effusively thank them, all of that kind of stuff. Again, be professional, but life will go on. So next tip, next thing you should do this can be a little, a little bit of a dual edge, but you do want to give feedback on why you're leaving. Now, you do. I'm not saying you have to do an exit interview, especially because let's face facts. And, you know, sometimes HR is not always an employee's best friend. They're there to protect the company, right? right. In some toxic work environments, even some environments, like the exit interview is uh, much more of a show a yep. little bit. Yep. But here's where you really do want to give your feedback to your boss. You You know what I mean? Like you want to have that conversation and really share why you're leaving, but just maybe work environment, things along those lines. But also that's the time to thank them, what they've done for you. Really just have a good conversation about constructive feedback. I think the next one too is scheduling a meeting with your HR rep and our supervisor. So you're going to have that initial conversation with whoever your direct leader is to offer that resignation. But the question that you want to ask too, if that person is, should I be connecting with anyone else to let them know? They might say, hey, I'm going to have a conversation with HR and HR is going to reach back out to you. They might ask you to do that. They might ask you to have the conversation with your colleagues. You want to be respectful and ask that leader around how, what's the best way to go about this and kind of deliver on it. Right. Exactly. And the final thing is that, especially if you are in a very fast-paced role, you absolutely want to come in prepared to talk about a transition plan. So it is not all on the responsibility of the employee to map out this transition plan. That is a conversation you will have with your supervisor and very likely the person or persons taking over your work. The one thing I will say is do not be bamboozled into staying longer into backing down because of that transition plan. Yes. Two weeks is your official notice and you work with the system to, yeah. to make sure everything's transitioned over. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I think 
just being very intentional around how would you want to be treated if this employee was leaving your right place. So it just think, put yourself in the shoes of the other person. How would you want to feel? How would you want this process to go? How would you want someone to treat you and be as intentional as, pro- as possible as you can throughout that two week process that you're going to go through? Exactly. And as a reminder, or basically one thing that I know Lauren sees and I continue to see, the world is smaller than we think. Like, especially in pharma where I work, all the time we're hiring people like, oh, I used to work with so-and-so or so-and-so. I told her about this job. Networking is your best friend. You don't want to burn bridges. This is the time where you want to make sure, even though you're leaving, are you contacts on LinkedIn with all of your coworkers, all of your colleagues, put them in a contact list so you can reach back out periodically, ask them how they are. It's not inorganic. It's not inauthentic, but this is how you build your network. Maintain those good relationships. They will come back and serve you well. Absolutely. So we hope that this is helpful for you guys. Yes. You're starting to think about, and as this time is, we're in this great resignation time for those of you that are quitting a job, transitioning in roles. We just hope these tips and tricks can be helpful to you going through the process. Exactly. Good luck um, in terms of quitting your job. Again, follow those logistics. It's very professional, but again, it is a hot market right now. Again, you really want to think about things. Do it the right way. Just do it the right way. Be a good person. Be a good person. Be, Be a professional. good person and think about right. the shit before you do it. For God's sakes, don't send a text message. And, and you know what else? If you need to plan this out or talk it through with someone, this is where you go to someone for advice, where you really say, this is my plan. What do you think? This is where you tap into your executive board of people that you have yeah. like as a person and just double, triple check yourself. Go to someone who's been there before. Do it. And you know do what it. else you got to do? Subscribe and like the Go To Girls podcast. I mean, we would love that. Give Don't us quit star. us. Don't quit us. Remember that movie? Don't Wait. quit on us. What was that movie with the two gay guys, Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger? Like they were gay in the movie. On the mountain. Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, on the mountain. Remember when he's like, I wish I could quit you. <laughs> Don't quit us. Remember when he said that? Oh. No, I didn't watch that movie. What? Oh, was I, it, I actually really liked it. Oh, I didn't watch it. Oh, they're fighting up on like a Montana mountain. He's like, I wish I could just quit you. <laughs> We're not quitting anybody. No, don't quit us. Don't quit us. Give us five stars. Write us an amazing review. Go to the go2girlspodcast.com. Check out the website. As we always like to ask, submit your questions. Who should we feature as a go-to girl? Yes. Show some love. Please show us some love because we love you. You're the best guys. Thanks so much for listening in. Have a great rest of your week and incoming Friday. Jill, safe travels, my friend. Thank you. Have fun in Alaska. Thank you. Good luck on your day tonight, even though it's not with Ryan. I know. Well, you guys, I'll keep you updated. Yep. More to come. (laughs) Bye everyone. Bye.